Welcome to That's Your Opinion. And you're wrong. Hey listeners, I'm feeling snacky. How about you? I'm feeling hungry. I think it's time for a bonus episode. Bonus episode, snack sized. Snack sized opinions. Let's go. Welcome to our first snack size bonus episode. And in honor of Black History Month, we're going to be talking about voodoo. Uh, It's going to be a little bit of a different format today. I'll be interviewing Marquez, um, (laughs) Marquez about voodoo. And hopefully um, we'll all all learn something new. And um, yeah, I'm really curious, even though you've talked to me about this before. And I know a lot about how this... um, ties to many things in your life. A lot of people have misconceptions or lack of understanding around voodoo. So we thought it'd be a good topic to talk about. Totally. Um, Yes. It's something I like talking about a lot. Um, It's not something... Oh, I don't know. That's that's a contradiction. It's something I like talking about (laughs) a lot. It's not something I do talk about a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is actually probably... Yeah, we'll we'll get probably get there. Yeah. In part of the conversation today. Yeah. but yes, to all my beautiful melanated people out there, happy mm. Black History Month. Yes. And if you're not listening to this during Black History Month, it's now Black History Month. So enjoy that. Yes. Every month, every day, every year, every hour. Black history is important. Black people are important. And traditions, this being one of them, are important. So with that, tell me more about traditions and practices and what voodoo means to you your family whatever you want to share yeah so as you know but maybe listeners do not know um i'm haitian mm-hmm. uh, meaning i uh my family comes from haiti and uh voodoo haitian voodoo in particular is our um yeah. I struggle to use the word indigenous because we are not indigenous to mm-hmm. the island of Haiti. Mm-hmm. Um, the Taino Indians are indigenous to the island of Haiti, but it is kind of our, um, I guess, our cultural ethnic religion. Um, and it was born from the times of slavery. Um, basically came from uh, the areas of West Africa where a lot of a Haitian, uh, where a lot of slaves were imported to Haiti, um, has their own versions of voodoo. Um, so a weird kind of twist about voodoo is that there's probably like four different types mm-hmm. and they're all spelled differently. Yeah. Um, so you have West African Vuldun, which mm-hmm. is uh, V-U-D-U-N. And then you have Banian uh, Vuldun, which is V-O-U-D-U-N. Then you have Haitian Voodoo, which is uh, V-U-D-U. And then you have Louisiana Voodoo, which mm-hmm. is V-O-O-D-O-O, which is probably the one that most people... That spelling is probably the one that most people know about. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was, it's a combination. It's a synchronistic religion of Catholic um, iconography Mm -hmm. mixed with West African um, traditions and understandings. Um, So for my family, uh, voodoo is interesting in that I was raised Southern Baptist. So Mm -hmm. very, very Christian. And I didn't really come to understand about voodoo or even my Haitian background until, I don't know, a, a little bit later. Yeah. 
it took a little bit longer to connect those because there is still kind of like a, a cultural um reticence mm-hmm. to be super open about it even in haiti mm-hmm. most people are catholic and voodoo mm-hmm. and generally will participate in mass and then do the rituals at home mm-hmm. so it's not so much part of public life as, as it maybe it used to be um in other times um i find that i have found comfort in voodoo as a way to connect to the ancestors yeah so a large part of voodoo is connecting to your ancestors talking to your ancestors um being aware of what will move you closer to being able to cross the veil to your ancestors and what's going to move you away from that. Mm-hmm. As far as um, specific traditions that like you observe throughout the year, what are some important times, important uh, practices that you have? Um, maybe there's specific days or times of the year, or it might be some of the like everyday practices you do that, you find important to you that you want to share yeah so i i do a weird thing where i've adopted the witch's wheel Mm -hmm. um as a way to remind myself to actually engage Mm -hmm. in um spiritual practices um so the witch's wheel comes more from a wiccan perspective of honoring nature during specific parts of the year so um some people might have you know heard about summer solstice uh, rituals or yule is a pretty common one that people know about um what i do is on those days i try to take time to reflect and think about my ancestors Mm -hmm. think about um what what where have they been leading me throughout the year um what things do i still have to accomplish throughout the year what things do i wish i need from the ancestors and just really think about like okay so where are we going Where, where are we moving and i do that mostly through my house shrine, which mm-hmm. I have a little family shrine that's built. Um, it's got some things from my family on it. It has a handkerchief from my grandfather mm-hmm. that I had after he passed away. Um, it's got a candle with um, Harriet Tubman mm-hmm. on it to honor the ancestors that were uh, engaged in slavery during that time period. It's got some Catholic iconography attached on it because some of my ancestors mm-hmm. were christian and i don't want them to feel left out mm-hmm. um from the connection from from the family shrine and i have a care bear no it's not a care bear what, what is that what's it called a beanie baby a beanie baby yes i have a beanie baby that's a bear and um i have the beanie baby because it has my birthstone it's mm-hmm. an aquamarine um ca- uh, beanie baby and my mother and my grandmother also have beanie babies with their birthstones on it oh, sweet. so we all share and food is just really big mm-hmm. on family the connection um, our ancestors that we are all one large voodoo family Mm -hmm. and that we are tasked with caring for one each one another Hmm. that's really beautiful and i feel like that just ties to your values and what i know of you and just how you show up as a person and the work that you do as a therapist how do you feel like voodoo has influenced your life and just how you see the world and how you I show up every day. Yeah, I. That's a good question. I I think it, as with any religion, and mm-hmm. we we've talked about this between Islam and Voodoo, it mm-hmm. determines how you understand how the world works. Mm-hmm. And for me, Voodoo teaches that you are to keep your soul light. Mm-hmm. And for us, that means like if you do things that disturb um, the natural balance, that. Um, 
take more than you give, that um, do not honor your ancestors, um, your soul becomes heavy, mm -hmm. and then you can't cross the veil. So I'm constantly thinking from my own perspective of, so is this actually a good? Is this a good for the world? Is this a good for me? Is this a good for my ancestors? Um, something that I, I like to remind myself, um, which is not from me, I've heard just from other people, but I like to think about in terms of, you know, I'm already my ancestors' wildest dream. Mm -hmm. So am I honoring that? Mm. Am I honoring the sacrifices that they did in order for me to become the person that I am, to have the liberties that I have, um, to be able to move through the world the way that I want to move through the world? Um, so mm. I think that's a large part of it. And then a different part of it is a huge part of voodoo is um, communal responsibility through your individual actions. Mm -hmm. So something that I think um, about is, this is a really like weird example, but when I'm washing the dishes at work, so we have a mm -hmm. kitchen at work mm -hmm. um, and we have a sink and there's usually dishes in it. I wash all the dishes, mm -hmm. all of them. Right. Because that's care for my community mm -hmm. through my individual action. Right. And whether or not someone washes my dishes is irrelevant. That's for my soul. Mm. That's for my movement. So is it inherently altruistic? Not really. But it it connects. It makes me feel connected mm. to, to my community um, in that way. Um, and I think that's just one small example of the ways that like I, I kind of just function in yeah. this in this understanding through 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 a voodoo lens. Hmm. Yeah, caring for yourself um, often from what I'm understanding, like is caring for your community. It's not just about you and the impact on you, but how it connects to other people. Exactly. And mm -hmm. feeling connected and feeling again, connected to the, to the voodoo family. Um, mm -hmm. which is also interesting in that, um, voodoo is not a religion you can join. Mm -hmm. You are either born into the voodoo family or you aren't. Mm -hmm. And in that way we kind of share with like Hinduism, um, and uh, Judaism in that you there's not really a super clear way to join. Mm -hmm. I think Judaism out of three is actually more obvious of how you can convert to Judaism. I mean, it's hard. It takes right. a lot of work and a lot of dedication. Yeah. Um, but we don't have that option. Mm -hmm. Have you ever run into anyone that's asked you about, um, you know, how to maybe incorporate voodoo practices? Or have you run into anyone that that does and what is your take on that i didn't know if you had any personal experience with that or has it been just maybe stuff that you've seen in the media or online or heard about i run into it in two directions mm. uh, i run into it um, with other african americans who want to engage closer with ancestor mm -hmm. connections and uh, a common thing that happens is people confuse voodoo with hoodoo mm-hmm Voodoo is an African-American tradition mm -hmm. that's built around communing with the ancestors and using the, the uh, mm. your resources and the things that you have around you to um, influence the world around you. Mm. So like a tradition that you might run times in African-American households is using brick dust mm -hmm. as protection. So you'll get brick mm. and crush it up and you'll put a line of it in front of your door mm -hmm. and it's supposed to protect your threshold from things that want to harm you yeah that's a hoodoo practice mm -hmm. not a voodoo practice uh -huh. yeah. so usually for african-americans i'll redirect them mm -hmm. towards hoodoo 
because that's our communal culture. You you can mm-hmm. engage in that. Anyone can mm-hmm. engage in hoodoo. That's part of the communal African American family. Mm-hmm. Um, voodoo is different. Right. Um, another thing I've run into is um, white individuals mm-hmm. who have come to understand what voodoo is and appreciate it for the beautiful religion that it is mm-hmm. and wishing to engage in the practices which I'm not here to tell you to don't do that. Mm-hmm. I am here to say that that doesn't make sense in our theology. Right. Do you have any personal feelings about that? If you were to hear, um, you know, uh, someone that's white kind of describe like how they are connecting with their ancestors, like using a voodoo ritual or them describing something that is like obviously a voodoo practice. Does that make you feel any type of way personally? I don't love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are other ways in your cultural context that right. you can choose to engage with your ancestors. Mm-hmm. Um, I particularly don't like it coming from a religion that was invented through slavery mm-hmm. against being co again being co-opted yeah. in a different way. Um, so, but I'm also just at my core not a exclusionary person. Mm-hmm. But I, I always encourage people like, okay, but what's your cultural context? What What is your way that you can understand to interact with your ancestors? Might they look similar? Probably. But do you need to do it through a voodoo lens? Right. Explore your own practice, either create it or maybe you're disconnected from what the actual practice is and you don't know and you need to explore that more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I think almost every culture that i run into has mm-hmm. some way that's baked in that you communicate with your ancestors yeah absolutely i was wondering any misconceptions or confusion that you have noticed comes up commonly about voodoo um so many mm-hmm. <laughs> um there i mean there, it's all the way from just the classic that voodoo's evil mm-hmm. um that people that practice voodoo who are called voodoo sans are out to hurt you or out to do evil towards you um all the way down to just misconceptions about the things that we do right. um like one that i say all the time voodoo dolls do not exist right that is not a thing that is a um, bastardization of a puppet mm-hmm. which is a small doll that's created and um, it's given to your godparent and it's supposed to represent you. So when you're a baby, you your parents make you this tiny little doll and they'll cut off a piece of your hair and put mm-hmm. it on the doll mm-hmm. and your godparent holds it mm-hmm. and their good um, connection to the ancestors, your godparents, is mm-hmm. connected through that puppet and they protect you through that until you're able to protect yourself, until you reach an age to where you're able to protect yourself. Um, and back in, you know, back in the day, they were fiercely guarded. And people that wished to do harm would steal the puppets and then do bad things to it mm-hmm. because the energy is connected. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and it was a, a way to do harm that was kind of culturally locked. And then as mm. um, Europeans, and particularly Americans at the time, actually, yeah. started noticing that and wanting to sensationalize it, it evolved into the voodoo doll of if you grab someone's hair and put it on a doll and then stab it with needles, then they're going to feel that they're going to do bad things when that wasn't the original, that's not the original purpose of that. That's not, that's a complete um, 
darkening of that yeah. tradition. Yeah, and uh, to be honest, that's what I grew up with in movies and um, anything I saw related to voodoo, the depictions of um, people that would make voodoo dolls, what voodoo dolls were for, um, and you know terms like black magic and sort of this association with characters that practice voodoo and did voodoo rituals as being scary, you know, like to your words, evil. Um, from a really young age, that's all I saw. And that's really harmful and racist and uh, disrespectful. And I think that it's really good for folks to know and to learn more about what voodoo actually is. And um, to kind of highlight so many things that maybe are in the media about this and other beliefs, faiths and practices, put a critical lens on it, mm -hmm. you know, because there is so much uh, co-opting of things and just misrepresentation. And I think that is very, very prevalent and problematic when it comes to voodoo. So mm -hmm. this is also why I thought it would be really good for us to talk about it because I feel like a lot of people don't know um, about voodoo in general, but then also that, you know, it goes back thousands of years and then we have all these different uh, ways that voodoo's practice and there are differences mm -hmm. in different places, different cultures, and then also different families, right? So mm -hmm. that's why I was wanting to know your particular perspective with the type of voodoo that you practice and then um, what it means to your family, mm -hmm. which I really appreciate you sharing that with us. Yeah, I think that's also like such a good point of like, even the way I practice and understand mm -hmm. voodoo is not going to be the same. Mm -hmm even in the Haitian community. Right. We all think of it different ways. Some people incorporate more Catholicism into there. Some mm -hmm. people don't. Um, some people do puppets. Some people don't do puppets. It, it's all very dependent on exactly your context and what's available to you. So like my family, uh, most of my family that lives in Louisiana are still extremely Christian. Mm -hmm. So they don't participate in it at all. Meanwhile, my other family that are Haitian, eh, varying levels, varying levels. Uh, of how you do that. And I I've always found it interesting in that um, even in the discussion around African-Americans, it's still considered evil mm -hmm. and bad and dark. And I, I struggle with why mm. is it that the thing that we created for ourselves mm. is bad? Yeah. And, but I also hold that that's not unique mm -hmm. to voodoo. That's not unique um, to, to this faith practice, it's not uncommon for faith practice practices that are connected to people of color, right. particularly in media, to be shown as dark, evil, or backwards. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that shift over time at all? Or do you feel like it's about the same as when you were younger? I think it's less blatant. Yeah. I think it's definitely gotten less blatant. But I think it's it's still pretty it's still not handled with the grace that I would like for it to be handled. Yeah. Um, I do see more positive representation in video games. Uh -huh. Actually. Uh, I was playing a game recently called Diablo, mm -hmm. Diablo three. And one of the characters you can play as is a witch doctor, uh -huh. which admittedly is a weird amalgamation of a bunch of different African <laughs> Right. Uh, religious practices and also probably some Mesoamerican ones chucked in there too for good measure. Uh, but the character itself um, is shown to be caring and mm. kind mm -hmm. and interested in his community and interested in mm. uh, bringing honor to his 
uh, compatriots and being honorable and good. And I'm like, this is so important Mm -hmm. for people to see that there is not always just automatic negative connotation to um, things that are not Judeo-Christian. Yeah, exactly. And from that more Judeo-Christian lens um, and other influences, like, right, a lot of us uh, in the States anyway, but, you know, can't speak for worldwide, grew up with Disney. You know, Disney is uh, what was part of many people's childhoods. And if we remember The Princess and the Frog, Dr. Facilier, commonly known as the quote-unquote shadow man, uh, and this is per Disney's wiki, is the main antagonist of that animated film. He is described as an evil, smooth-talking voodoo witch doctor who plots to rule New Orleans with the help from his quote-unquote friends on the other side. Having come from a poor background, he grew to resent the rich and prosperous. I think this speaks to the messaging that has been pervasive, and it is comforting in a way to know that there is uh, a shift. And I think, to your point, maybe it's in some spaces more than others. So I feel like growing up, I saw this depiction a lot in film and TV shows, mm-hmm. mostly films, but also in random video games that I would play. Mm-hmm. So it was something that just I would see, you know, here and there, but but mostly through films like disney films so i think that's something right Mm -hmm. still have a long way to go we do and even princess and the frog right like Mm -hmm. that came out in i think 2011 yeah so that's Mm -hmm. like a decade ago right um and i i do recall having very mixed emotions about Uh uh, the princess and the frog one as as a native born louisianan enthused (laughs) Mm-hmm. that just was set in louisiana it was set in new orleans it yeah. made some really specific jokes that are only funny <laughs> if you're from louisiana yeah like my one of my the fa- my favorite joke and no one else understands unless you from louisiana is when raymond meets um the princess and um the prince um there he asks her oh where y'all from and mm-hmm. uh the prince says oh well, um we're from we're from pretty far away and raymond responds go to bed y'all from shreveport <laughs> and for those that don't know shreveport is just a city in north louisiana right it is not very far away but for so people that's the inside joke. <laughs> it's the inside joke like for people from louisiana if you're in the south louisiana you don't leave <laughs> like, <laughs> so that's like another world another yeah. country right like, oh like you're from shreveport it's three hours away like <laughs> it is not that difficult another to world. get to shreveport yeah. that's funny um also shreveport's awful jk sorry listeners from shreveport <laughs> <laughs> The one person from Sheeport's like, mm, like, how dare you? I uh, hate this You have podcast. lost a listener. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> but you know, I'm not wrong. Um, so, yes. And then Dr. Fossilier is just, yeah. He's conniving. Mm-hmm. He's dishonest. Um, and it's just so strange to, like, see that. And mm-hmm. another thing that got me so hard about The Princess and the Frog was so we have these things in voodoo called vevs Mm -hmm. and vevs are Mm. um symbols for our uh which are what we call our spirits uh you can think of them like um saints Mm -hmm. and catholicism um in that fun fact new voodoo is a monotheistic religion there's only one god he's Mm -hmm. uh the the god is called the bonde Mm -hmm. um and you have these in uh intercessory spirits called lewa that um are used to communicate um, to the Bondi because mm. 
in the in the in the religion um the bondai is essentially indifferent mm-hmm. in that they created the world and they don't care yeah afterwards so you communicate to the lewa in order to get things done so the vevs are the way that you summon them or you ask for them to intercede usually you would do it during a uh, a meeting um in cornmeal Mm-mm. on the ground mm-hmm. um anyway if you're watching Princess and a frog whenever the shadow man is talking about his friends on the other side floating around in the air are vevs mm. and they are actual correct vevs mm-hmm. floating around in the air and i remember watching it being like this is the most disrespectful thing i have seen in a very long time of just yeah. using actual religious mm-hmm. iconography in such a way yeah. and i just couldn't help but think like this would not happen to christianity mm. so christian iconography wouldn't be used in that way and of course, like mm-hmm. it does happen, like in horror movies, right? It's mm-hmm. it's not uncommon to see an upside down cross or to see like things like that. But this is a children's movie, right? And what are you teaching the children that mm-hmm. this is inherently bad and evil? Yeah. And I, and I do give them credit in that they did have uh, Mama Odie, who is hoodoo, and that's mentioned once. Mm-hmm. Um, I mm-hmm. think it's Raymond who mm-hmm. says it. We need to go see Mama Odie, the hoodoo queen. And in a weird way, they're drawing this this parallel, this comparison between the good Mama Odie, who wears all white and, mm. help, and helps and is helpful, with the bad voodoo, um, Doctor Fusulier. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't know exactly what the thinking was in that, other than maybe they just didn't know the difference between the two. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, that it, it was an interesting. Thing. it did spark a lot of conversation about voodoo and about mm-hmm. is this a fair representation of it but i'm unsure how many people actually decided to challenge themselves right. and their assumptions mm-hmm. based off of that well hopefully this conversation that we've had and thanks so much for sharing what voodoo is for you in your life um hopefully that's sparked some curiosity kept that conversation going that clearly needs to happen more so really appreciate this Mm -hmm. thank you so much for telling us about your faith of course yeah um and for our audience if you like bonus episodes let us know yeah and thank you for joining us for this bonus episode of that's your opinion (laughs) snack size edition and even though you we're probably wrong on this topic like all the others we still really appreciate you and if you have any opinions you like for us to consider and to tell you how you're wrong please email us at fixmyopinion@gmail.com. at gmail.com and until next time Adianto. Adianto.